Hello and welcome to this edition of Not the Basic Bible Podcast. <laughs> That's what you're used to listening to, but this week, or right now, we have a special edition we're going to call Reigning in Ray. And by Reigning in Ray, I'm talking about our co-host. Now, I am your host, Tanya, and this is Allison. <laughs> well, that's according to the bottles of beverage. See? Uh, sneaky there. <laughs> that we are drinking right now that our wives would, un- would not necessarily approve of. But um, I am Kevin Thompson, and this is the Ray of Reigning in Ray, Ray Jewel. Ray, welcome to our premiere edition. Our, our, uh, our launch episode. Not our lunch episode. Not our lunch. We, we took care of lunch yes. and supper earlier. Yes. <laughs> but And probably breakfast tomorrow, but... Right. We, we, but we'll eat anyway. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure if that buffet is still open after we left, but... Yeah, we could have closed it down, that's for sure. Well, anyway, this is Raining in Ray. And so, on normally on the Basic Bible Podcast, we talk about theological issues that we try to break down uh, important doctrinal issues into a manageable uh, portion that the average person in the pew can understand and benefit from and uh, use in their everyday life. On these these special editions, these Reigning in Ray episodes, we're not going to limit ourselves to just theological topics, although mm-hmm. we can certainly cover those, but this is all about you, the listener. So whatever we talk about is entirely up to you. So if you want to talk, you want to ask us any question, this is the time to do it. Right. So, um, and this will just be me and Ray. There won't be, uh, we're not really going to have any other guests on, um, at least that's not my plan. Right. Uh, it's just you and I, and we're just going to be chatting back and, back and forth. And probably if, it, if, it, if you do have a guest, his, ha- his name has to be Ray. Yeah, I guess to, so. To fit the title of the broadcast. That really limits the amount of people we could have. I know a lot of Ray's. <laughs> Well, if we could get Ray Romano from Everyone Loves Ray, Everyone Loves Raymond, Raymond yeah, uh, I'd be up for that. Ray Milland, uh, uh, who, who is my Sugar favorite Ray Martian? Leonard? Oh, or Sugar Ray Robinson, which Sugar, might be yeah. sort of hard. Yeah, but, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of famous Rays. All right, so we've got a couple of uh, things that you have already talked to us about, and that's on our Facebook group. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, that's how you ask us these questions. So. Ask them. Uh, so Google on Facebook, Basic Bible Podcast, and you'll, you'll find our Facebook group. Or even if you want to tweet them out at Basic Bible Cast on Twitter, that's fine. Um, and right now, we just recorded a Facebook Live real quick. And so we might get a few new questions right here and right now. Which would be but. just fine. All right. So the first one we got um, had to do with, and by the way, these are unedited. Whatever happens, happens. So oh, you're, you're not going to go and rain in Ray other than actually in a verbal way right now. Right. Okay, right. gotcha. <laughs> so this is unscripted, unedited. We don't even have – Ray was just complaining that we don't have an outline like we normally yeah. do. Yeah. So this is all – this is freestyling. This well, is this cause, is dangerous. Because Ray knows he has to be reined in and right. so normally has like you know a, a manuscript or an outline to sort of keep him in – <laughs> in the time frame so that we, we have. are going in unchartered territory and we'll see what happens unchartered but, and uncharted yes <laughs> okay so first uh topic that we we received is the controversy over now justice brett kavanaugh uh 
we just became a Supreme Court justice just this past weekend as we're recording this. A lot of controversy over this. So, Ray, what are your thoughts? Give us uh, some bullet points or some things that come to your mind for this whole confirmation process. Uh, well, the process stinks. <laughs> um, the whole ripping apart of not just one person but two. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have enough information to say who was lying and who was telling the truth and yada, yada, yada. And I do believe it was politically motivated on actually both sides. Um, I think that there's, there's a possibility that Kavanaugh did what people accused him of doing and yet I think that there's a possibility that he did not yeah. but the whole dragging it out in the public arena in such a way that uh, you know, everybody everybody was talking about it and that's what the media wants that's what each side wants I think to for the political benefit um, I just think it's a it's a wrong way of dealing with this whole issue it brought to light a need to be more sensitive to excuse me women and their what they've had to deal with so long in yeah. our in our culture and not just our culture in our world from all for a very very long time but also Probably to a lesser degree, there have been men who have been falsely accused yeah. of doing the things that uh, uh, Justice Kavanaugh was accused of. Now, was he a judge before he became the Supreme Court judge? Yeah, he was a federal court judge. Okay, so we could still call him justice even before he was... Well, no, you can't call him... You could call him judge, but oh, not justice. Oh, justice is returned... Okay. Is reserved, okay. I'm sorry, I'm an American government teacher. Yeah. It, justice that, is, is referred to... And so I, I just showed my ignorance, which, you know... Which, you, I mean, you're an Arminian, so you should... Well, all the time. ignorance ignorance is just not knowing. <laughs> Stupidity is right. choosing not to know. <laughs> there's, well, a, there's a difference. Let me throw this out. Let, okay. let me put you right on the spot. Okay. You, uh, U.S. Senator Ray Jewell sitting on the Justice Committee or... Uh, uh, actually, any part of the House, the Senate, excuse me, mm -hmm. would you vote? Would you have voted to confirm Judge Kavanaugh to Justice Kavanaugh? Oh, jeez. If this were any judge, I'd play yeah. the Jeopardy theme song right now. Yeah, you would, because it might take a long time to. Well, well, you're thinking about that. I'll answer the question. Yeah. And I would have voted no. Mm -hmm. I would have voted no against uh, Judge Kavanaugh. I, I, I don't know. If the allegations are true, I, I believe Dr. Ford in that she was sexually assaulted mm -hmm. and I, my heart goes out to her because I, I, I believe what she is telling is the truth. And you and I were talking before this about how difficult it is for women to come forward. And my greatest fear with all of this is we've just made it all that much more difficult. Sure. Now. Yeah. Uh, for women, I mean, you and I were talking about women we know that were assaulted when they were young, and they couldn't even bring themselves to tell them that, tell their husbands. Forget right. about tell the world or tell yes. uh, right. a, a group of senators. Or I, I can't imagine what Dr. Ford has gone through. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even fathom 
the deep pain, not only of just the original incident, but now dredging that up in front of the entire world. She's been called every name in the book, mm-hmm. death threats and all of this, and it's just been horrible. And the, the unfortunate thing with that is I, I know that there are some so-called Christians who are doing yeah, that. exactly. And that's... That, and that, that's deplorable. It's, it, it is, and it's using the world's methods to try to bring about what they think is God's desires and, but God's desires has to more to, has more to do with methods than right. outcome yeah if you know turn the other cheek love your enemies uh, do good to those who hate you uh, on, on and on and on and the, the church has gotten on this bandwagon that blindly follows a leader who you know is not Christian by any stretch of imagination just because of an agenda that has been promised to the conservative branch of government or at least the the some of the major proponents of the Republican Party have been promised for years and years and years and years that we will make sure we have conservative judges in order to overturn Roe versus Wade that is not going to happen no in fact that's one of the uh well, let me get to that in a second. Yeah. Because I, I want to finish what I was saying before. Before I was so rudely interrupted, I will bring you in. You, okay. you, that's about time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I, I believe something terrible happened to Dr. Ford. However, we do live in a, in a government, in a, in a society where there is a presumed innocence until proven guilty. I don't think there was enough evidence to... To say that this was an absolute thing that happened, that 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 Justice Kavanaugh is beyond a shadow of a doubt guilty of mm-hmm. this. We don't. I mean, she, there's a lot of things because this was a repressed memory, and I and I don't discount that at all. Right. Uh, I believe it's a real thing, but she doesn't remember when it happened, where, so it happened. So there's a lot of questions coming up about this. I, I, I believe in my heart that she believes in her heart that it was the justice. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I don't think I can, not that this is a court of law, the Senate confirmation, but I, I can't say, no, this man is going to be, can't, cannot uh, serve in the Supreme Court because of this allegation that it's very difficult to be proven true. And the problem is, I don't know how you prove this to be true. Yeah. Because this 15-year-old girl who has just gone through a traumatic incident is not going to stop and collect evidence. Right, take pictures. Take pictures, write everything down, yeah. write down names and addresses of witnesses, and then go to the police. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's probably scared out of her mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, not to mention the absolute horrible thing that happened to her. Um, so uh, I, I get that. But I, I, I just can't say... There's just too many lingering questions for me to say, that's the guy, that's it, throw the book at him. But the other thing that I don't, uh, you and I were talking about this earlier. We, we talked a lot about a lot of things earlier. Anyway, uh, this woman was, was treated horribly by Republicans, and I would say she was treated horribly by Democrats as well. I agree with that. Because she was just a, a pawn in this mm-hmm. game, and Diane Feinstein, Senator Feinstein, sat on this information way too long. She, she knew about this long before it came out, 
Well, she, they fought Kavanaugh and became the uh, nominate. Nom- yeah, she came for them, for that, right? I, I don't remember if, if, if Senator Feinstein had that information then. Okay, but she had at least contacted newspapers and whatnot, which makes me again believe that this woman is not a bad woman who's who's purposely trying to take down a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what the Democrats used her to do. Yeah, I don't think Democrats really cared really if, if what she's saying was true or not, because they waited to the last minute. Now, I, I think they're waiting to see if they could pull it off without this. And then when they saw this was going to sail through, pull out that card. So I, I think she was treated horribly by the Democratic Party in that mm-hmm. sense as well. Um, but my other problems with Judge Kavanaugh, is talking about Roe v. Wade, he has said that Roe v. Wade has set a law. As a pro-life person who loves the Constitution, I, I, I'm gasping for breath. What? No. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 no. This is not what Trump even promised us. So um, he's not going to be overturning Roe v. Wade, which I think is bad law. It was a bad decision. Yeah. Um, technically not law because the Supreme Court doesn't make law. But that's another story for another time. Um, <laughs> that's another podcast altogether. Well, I mean, uh, technically, yes, but in reality, the Supreme Court's made a whole lot of laws. Yeah, uh, and I'm not happy about in, in that. My, in, in yours and my lifetime. I mean, it's just it's reality. It's not the way it's supposed to be. But yeah. your your powerful people are in the Supreme Court, or people behind the people in the Supreme Court. It's not it's not the Congress. It's not the president. It, it, even though there are plenty of people who think that you know, Trump is uh, egomaniac who's trying to control everybody. Well, he doesn't have that power. He tries. Yes, he tries. But that's, but, that's one of the things that's a beautiful part of our Constitution yeah, right. is that I'm not worried about Trump being a tyrant because there are checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish Republicans in the House and Senate would do their job yes. in that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the other, the other issue I've got, um, I, I, I'm upset about uh, not all of his information being released, all of his uh, records from his years in the White House under uh, George W. Bush, but his stance on the Fourth Amendment and uh, search and seizure issues, things oh. like that, that really bothers me. The whole idea about domestic spying and uh, things like that really concern me. Uh, his views on torture, and um, mm. I'm, it, those, those trouble me. And then on top, on top of all of that, these allegations really leave me with an unsettled feeling, even if, he, if he's innocent. I, I don't. That's the thing. I don't know if he's innocent or not. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say that he's. I, I would say there's not enough facts and evidence to declare him to be guilty, but there's also not enough facts and evidence to declare him to be innocent. Mm-hmm. And so with all of that, I would. Say, there are better choices. Trump put out his list of possible judges. There are better people on that list. In fact, female judges as well. Yeah. Um, and in the, this whole Me Too movement, that would have been the best way to go. So that's. I, I would have voted no. Mm-hmm because of all that I'm still undecided uh, to be honest I I watched about um, three or four minutes of the proceedings mm. I'm not the political junkie that you well, are and um, but I'm paid to do that well yeah I mean it is part of you, you teach uh, current events uh, you know, government and history and, and stuff all I do is aid with the sixth grade class <laughs> <laughs> and do other things but um and I'm not saying I'm disinterested in politics. I just didn't uh, didn't have the desire to watch another uh, situation that 
was going to end up being just a lot of fluff. Yeah. That. Well, you don't have to pay attention because I do. Yeah. And I'll just tell you what to think and how to vote. You do sometimes. And so, but uh, you know, on on a related note, if you guys are interested, you can join Ray and I in the Thompson Political Group. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's on Facebook. That's a closed group, though, um, because well, I just want it to be. (laughs) uh, We try to keep things civil. We have, I think, right now we actually have more progressives and conservatives in the group. Easily. Um, So if you want to help us beat these liberals, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, We have good. There's a reason why I've invited so many of my liberal and progressive friends because I like the discussion. Mm -hmm. I think it's fair-minded. We we treat each other well. Mm -hmm. I I don't feel personally offended. and we can have an open-minded debate. So if you're interested in that, go on Facebook, uh, Google, uh, or search. It's interesting how Google just became a verb, right? Uh, so just go ahead and search Thompson Political Group, and you'll find that. And uh, you can ask me to join. Ask nicely. Uh, just keep in mind. Well, didn't you make me an admin as well? On I did make you yeah. an admin, yes. So you could ask me. You can you ask, so if I'm even, in a bad even, mood. You don't even have to ask me nicely. I mean, <laughs> anybody wants to join that, I'll, sure. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm in a bad mood that day, don't ask me, ask Ray, and he'll, he'll let you in. He'll be the nice guy, and I'll just be the grumpy guy. Although, on Facebook yesterday, it was Ray who was the grumpy guy. I was. So, and go ahead and friend us on Facebook if you are. Friend Ray, I don't really friend too many people on Facebook. I normally uh, only friend people that I know. What, what, so, let me ask you, what, what's your... What's your philosophy on that? Here, you know, we're we're just rambling on here. I well, that's what this is about, right? Maybe they be rambling. You with are talking a whole rain. lot more than I. You know, yeah, that's what we need to do is have a timer on each one of us <laughs> to see who talks the most. I think it would get uh, friending on Facebook. If if a name pops up and I have several mutual friends that you know, I mean, I'll look first of all see which crowd of friends. <laughs> they are yeah. from i mean i've got several different groups of people in my past that are there and i mean um but you know if there's 30 40 people that are mutual friends that's usually a pretty good indication to go ahead yeah if it's zero or one or two you know if it's especially if it's zero it's usually a young woman and i'm like i don't think so yeah <laughs> but uh, the uh you know there there may be one or two that pop up with a with a new friend that I've just added. I've got over a thousand friends on Facebook, which is odd for me. I'm not. I'm surprised you have that many, that many people want to know you. Well, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's, they want to know me. They want to know my sense of humor, mm. which is really sort of weird. <laughs> my, I, I try not to friend people that I have not met personally. Mm-hmm. The only exception I, I would make are, are politicians that I want to follow, but Usually they have a page and I'll follow it, not friends. But did you friend Paul Axton? No, I didn't. You should. Well, he was a guest. He was a guest. I, yeah. But I, I do, I do follow his the ministry page. Oh, the uh, sharing, yes, uh, uh, shaping plowshares. Yeah. yeah, I do. I follow him there. Yeah. Um, but there, the, there are a couple of sep- exceptions I've made. Um, Scott Oakland. I don't know if you're listening to this, um, but you've helped me out a lot. Actually, even in this podcast. Uh, You've been a guest on the Basic Bible Podcast, but we've never actually met in person, but I know you know my dad, um, and uh, so I figured, at least from that, you're not an axe murderer, mm. but uh, <laughs> so I typically don't, uh, just because I post a lot of personal things, a lot of pictures of my kids, mm. 
things like that. And so And you didn't you weren't you didn't at first. No, I didn't especially at first. with the younger two. And and yeah. And someone questioned you on that and I I private messaged him and said, Well, you know, this is you know this is the situation, right? Yeah. And well we were we were adopting out of sense. foster care. Yeah. yeah. And so it when, made it sense that not Yeah. When they were in time. foster care we made it a point not to. Right. Uh, but now that they've been adopted. Uh, the two younger ones we've just started doing that, uh, but we have a slightly different situation this time than that. Anyway, so speaking of Facebook, I was actually doing that because I was trying to uh, waste a little time as I was looking for this uh -huh. post on Facebook. So the second topic we're going to talk about, and I want to talk about because I think it's fun, yeah. uh, my idea for a theologically themed restaurant. Yes. Now, I got in trouble with this because I phrased this on Facebook. Uh, it wasn't the best way of phrasing, let me put it this way, because I had people concerned about my marriage. Right. So I'll read it here. It says, please pray for my marriage. My wife, Jill, uh, Jill has chosen not to support what will soon be my life's work. A new bar and grill called, wait for it, The Grace Place, where theology is on tap. And, I, and I'll read the rest of it, but I had people wondering, really? Are you guys really fighting about this? Can we work things out? Can, can I am you know, the best is so, the, your father-in-law. Yeah, I, I, I just, like, wow, okay. Um, like he wasn't the only one. I had other no, people. No, I'm sure that, that's true. Just, uh, just, do me a just do me a favor, friends on Facebook, read my entire post <laughs> before. Or, or understand Kevin's humor. Yes. That's one reason I think he and I get along so well, <laughs> is we have a very warped sense of humor very that warped. is really similar. And that gets us in trouble. Yes. Okay. So here's my here's Especially my idea. With our wives. Here's my I think we're just we're just like yeah, we are. drunk on coke here. Um <laughs> now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, well, I can't I can't go back and edit this. Now, uh, so. All right. So here's my idea for the Grace Place. It will be open for breakfast, lunch and dinner because I like breakfast. It will uh it'll have space open for local churches to have Bible studies and even feature a Bible bookstore. That's enough. That's a must. The menu will feature such things as the Spurgeon Burger, heavy on the meat. The light diet section of the menu will be called the Osteen section, not much in it. There will be posters of the Reformers all over the place. Tuesday night, open mic preaching. Thursday night, praise bands will, local praise bands will perform. Friday night is debate night, mostly streaming James White debates, but occasionally live debates between me and the one and only Ray Jewell. The TVs will not feature sports, but preaching and conference videos. The background music will be a combo of RefNet and Southern Gospel. Of course, we'll be closed on Sundays. Of course. So, Ray, what do you think? Is this going to work? Well, your your next question, you, I mean, the question is, so who can I count on as invest, investors? Yeah. <laughs> Did you read my response to that? Um... <laughs> let's let's take a look here. It's there. It is there. It is. Uh, Ray said, I, "I think of a healthy." No, 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 that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay, well, let's take a look here. This is a great uh, podcasting where we're just sitting here talking about looking for. Well, something the, the, here. what I responded was, I took the word investing and made it investigation, and said, "Yeah, as long as I can." You know, quote uh, the Wesleys and N.T. Wright. Oh, I'm not listening at all. Even doing, bringing in the Apostle Paul <laughs> to uh, make sure that the Arminian perspective is being represented correctly. Yeah. Oh, you said investing. Then I came back with, uh, well, to quote the, the Apostle Peter, silver and gold have I none. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ray Jewel, I will be happy to investigate for fairness yeah. in presenting 
what the Bible actually says from an Arminian perspective. I don't understand that whole Arminian and what the Bible says. I don't know how that's connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, quoting the Wesley's, that's why I got to do it. <laughs> N.T. Wright, the Apostle Paul. Oh, you said invest and silver and gold have I none. But um, you know, I thought if we if we did this together, I'll give you part of the menu. In fact, we would call it the right side of the menu. W R I G H. Oh, I, I like that. See. I can, I can be flexible on some of these things. I quoted M.T. Wright the other day in a blog or something I put on Facebook. I forget what it was. <coughs> and I said, I think I think M.T. Wright writes rightly <laughs> about this particular thing. But I'm going to give it to you on the left side of the menu. I know that. Because you're to the left of me. I, well, you know. Except politically, possibly. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> So I'm a little bit farther right than you, but not as right as my wife would want me to be. So I mean, this is a place I would go to. I mean, I, I, I well, would we're, hang out we're here. both nerdy. Yes. I mean, we're theological nerds, and it, it certainly appeals to me too. So what else would you add to our restaurant? Um, I think it would be interesting to include. Some uh, interacting discussion amongst different uh, Christian groups, uh, Charismatics, Roman Catholics, um, you know, all the different stripes of uh, Protestantism. I mean, we're so varied because of Protestant thinking, but you know, I mean, if we didn't have the Reformation, we would still be under uh, domination by yeah. one uh, idea of how things are done. So you wouldn't have a, a papist section, a Presbyterian section. Oh yeah, I think we that'd be mix cool. it in. Sure, I mean that could start a bar fight, or uh, cause a lot of barfing. Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In fact, that might be what's being slung is. Uh, now, in the Baptist level. section, there'd only be grape juice. Right, and well, the independent Christian church would probably only be grape juice too. Now, the Anglicans and the Catholics use the real stuff. Yeah. Uh, but hey, Lutherans, Lu- uh, Luther liked his beer, so well, he did. They'd be good customers. That you know, well, and you did say it was on tap, so yeah. So. <laughs> Well, we could get into a whole debate about Christians and alcohol too, but I'm not. I don't really want to go there yet. But no, you know, I'm no. not even keeping track of the time, so I'm not sure if we're even short on time or not. Or I suspect we're getting close to. Yeah, that. probably. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter. We're not editing anything. <laughs> no, it's just kind of a roaming conversation. This is yeah. more of a fun type thing. So we better get to the the one topic we might actually have something to say. <laughs> Yeah, that's the question. I literally got this question asked uh, just a few minutes before we, we, we started recording, and uh, that's the issue of Bible commentaries. Uh, this person asked, what Bible commentaries would we recommend? Something that's easy to use and also inexpensive. Hmm. Inexpensive, huh? That's always a good thought. Um, well, I'm, you know I'm partial to N.T. Wright. Yeah. Um, he has come out with uh, the New Testament for Everyone commentary set. 
I don't know how much the set cost. I just used the one in the church library. Um, but he's, you know, it's got his take on uh, every New Testament book. But it, his work is basically following the same guidelines we have for the Basic Bible Podcast. This is something that is usable for the people that are in the pew that have not had years of training in theology or biblical studies or philosophy or any of that stuff. And I think that that's a, you know, though he's highly educated, he's down to earth enough to be able to speak to the people in the pew yeah. or whatever term you want to use. A lot of churches don't have the pews anymore. They have church chairs, right. which is fine, I think. Well, I, I, I mean, I have my reservations about NT, right, on a couple issues, mm -hmm. the new perspective on Paul and things like that. But um, I've used his commentaries. I've, I've enjoyed them. And I, he's really solid, really good on the Gospels, mm -hmm. and I would especially recommend him that in that, in that regard. Um, I think just starting out for someone who's not theologically minded but wants to get in a little deeper, uh, Warren Wiersbe. Okay. Is, is in his B series goes through the entire Bible and I think it, it, it's very easy to read and it's very down to earth yet at the same time it's not shallow mm -hmm. um, and so I would recommend Warren Wearsby to anybody um, and I don't even think he's a Calvinist but yeah, you know I, um, I, I think you're right he teaches uh, at least if he's still teaching at Duke University hmm. I don't know that they would allow Calvinists <laughs> at Duke. <laughs> I didn't know he taught at Duke. He did at least for a while there. Um, so I think Wearsby is good to start with. Um, I was trying to think of another. There's another commentary set. I'm going to try to see if I can put it in the show notes or something. I um, like um, the format. I mean, not every one of the commentaries would be high on my list, but the NIV application hmm. commentaries. The format is what I really like about those. They start off with, this is what this text would have said then. Yeah. And then they have a bridging the first century or whatever century to today. And then they have more of an application for today. I've used those a lot simply because it helps me to balance, if I'm preaching or teaching, I'm balancing these things instead of overemphasizing what was uh, meant for the first century yeah. or overemphasizing the application. I mean, I, I strongly believe, and I think you do too, that we've got to start with what did the author mean right. for the person Absolutely. that yeah. he was writing, people he was writing to. Because if he didn't mean it then, it can't mean it right. differently. Than, it can't, the Bible does not mean something different today than what it was right. originally meant I always to tell mean. my students, the Bible's not written to you, but for you. Mm -hmm. So find out what it meant. Yeah. Um, I would also, uh, as for cheap, inexpensive, um, you can go online and get some. Now, the modern stuff that's online for free is not worth the price. Right. Um, but there are some good... <laughs> and, it's from, yeah. and they're free. <laughs> That's why they're free. Okay? It's not worth the time to yeah. invest in finding them. Uh, but there are some places, like if you go to BibleGateway.com, yeah. you can find some good stuff there. In fact, mm -hmm. BibleGateway.com, look for commentaries, and you'll find some classic ones like uh, Matthew Henry, 
even uh, Barnes is on there. Yeah, right? Barnes is on there. Uh, John Wesley's notes. Mm -hmm. So you throw throw an Armenian in there for you. Oh sure. Um, <laughs> I think you can even learn from an Armenian. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are some good places. And even your local library might have some commentaries, um, depending on how good your library is. Yeah. I, I have found some. Um, I've also, you know, talking with your pastor is a help. If your church has a church library, mm -hmm. that's a good place to look. Or uh, sometimes I'll just even put out a quick thing on Facebook. Hey, who can re recommend a good commentary on whatever? Um, the other commentary set I would recommend, um, I used to, when I just started out, I wouldn't, I don't use this much today. In fact, it's collecting dust on my bookshelf now. But uh, Through the Bible, J. Vernon McGee. Oh, um, yeah. he's a classic guy. He's not gonna he's not gonna point you in the wrong direction. Uh, I don't want to call it shallow, but it's not the most in depth thing. Right. And it's mostly his stories weaved into commentary. Well, um, and he did it a lot of it on on radio. Right. It's it mostly was, just transcribed. Was meant for a, a popular audience. Right. And uh, yeah, he I would listen to him occasionally. Another one uh, somewhere. Though I didn't always agree with him, is William Barclay's stuff. Yeah, William Barclay, um, that stuff's pretty... Um... He's got some interesting stories about the way things are or were in the Bible lands and Bible yeah. times and and uh, even to today, you know. And so, you know, it's, it, it's good to not hang your hat on one. Yes, yes. Um, I've become less and less uh, attached to commentaries than I used to be. I used to, that's where I'd go first after reading the text, I would go right to a commentary. Now, I read the text, I guess I've been you know, doing this long enough to know and just see things that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Like recently I've been reading through the, the Gospel of Matthew, and that's where I'm at in my year-long you know, reading. And you read the Sermon on the Mount. Well, we were talking about this earlier. The Sermon on the Mount ends with this statement that's a pretty amazing statement. The people were amazed at his teaching because he spoke as one with authority. Hmm. And, and not like the scribes and the Pharisees who had to quote other people. And it basically it's a reference to God and the spoken word coming from Jesus being authoritative. The very next chapter is chapter 8 in Matthew. and talks about him speaking and demons are cast out and the winds and the waves obey him and, and people are healed. And so the authoritative word of Jesus is beyond just his teaching. It's also in his miracles. It's in his uh, dealings with everybody. I mean, that's one reason why the uh, Jewish religious elite were so dead set against him because they realized this guy uh, we, we don't know what to do with this guy hmm. he's taking our authority away from us they even said they even said look how the whole world is going yeah. after him they wanted to kill him pretty early in the gospel right. of john well i'm going to rein you in here oh here we go he gets um, to talk all yeah. this time and then it's time to rein me in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's, that's, it's not raining in Kevin. Well, no, that's so, true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I use a lot of commentaries. Um, 
I, I as Reese said, I don't, I don't stick by just one. Um, mm -hmm. I usually try to read a lot, and by even in different viewpoints. Um, so I, I'd also recommend. I think an easy to read would be John MacArthur series, but it can be pricey. Um, but another good place to to go are uh, a good a good study Bible. Um, mm -hmm. Also gives you helpful insights on the text. Mm -hmm. um, and those, uh, if, if oh, that's the other thing I want to say. Kindle. Um, look at look at Kindle. If you have a Kindle or if you have a Kindle app, uh, you can get some really good deals. Also on Logos, basic, uh, almost a basic Bible podcast. That's not Logos. They should sponsor. Um, there you go. The basic Bible podcast. I mean, we so, are wanting, we are looking for uh, more income. Yeah. So, so uh, Mark Ward, if you're listening and you got contacts still at Logos, uh, you know we could use the the money anyway. Um, but if you sign up for Logos, you could, uh, they give uh, one free book away, an e-book away a month. And it's usually a decent commentary. So that's a uh, good place to go. Okay. Kindle, you can get, they have good deals. Everyone's so often wow. it's like 99 cents or yeah. something. Yeah, and so you can, you can do that. Um, the other place I go, and I go there quite a bit, thrift stores. Yes. Um, you'll be amazed what you can find in a thrift store mm -hmm. in, books, in a book section. Um look there you can get some and you know that's like a buck or two right and i have found some really good commentaries like 40 50 commentaries that i bought for just a buck or two yeah um, so look there and really i i can't say that you can trust every bot every commentary you get oh no but whenever i see a commentary i buy it yeah. um and I, you know I, I i i think i'm mature enough in my faith right i know what to what to eat and what to spit out yeah um so those are a lot of good places to go for inexpensive. Uh, I think that I think that answers the question. I, I would think. All right. Well, uh, we are we are here. Did I mention where we are? I think so. Or was that in the live? In the, well, in the, it was we talked about it then. I think you were yeah. a little bit more specific. We're here for a teachers yeah. convention. We're at the Wilderness Resort. Right. We're in a resort. That sounds like rich and. It, it, Affluent. it definitely does. And we spare no expense here at the Raining and Rave podcast. <laughs> yeah, somebody else is footing the bill, but you know. Yeah, we're at a uh, we're at the Wisconsin Association of Christian Schools uh, Teachers Conference, and so we're in a hotel room here at the Wilderness Resort in the Wisconsin Dells, and we're we're everyone else is at they're at the water park. Yeah, they're in the hot tub. Yep, yep. They're they're partying it up, and we the nerds that we are are sitting here in a hotel room. Recording podcasts. Yeah, and probably we'll be up at like five or six in the morning and doing some more. <laughs> Absolutely, we're going to record a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, so that's a good idea. I think this we'll wrap it up here with our raining in Ray okay. uh, podcast, and so this is the first. One. We'll do these once a month, and so if you want to get your question on, go to our Facebook page, uh, our Facebook group, Basic Bible Podcast. So Google it, search it on Facebook. Or send me a tweet at Basic Bible Cast, and uh, we will we'll talk about your question. The only question we didn't get to this time, and we'll probably get to next time, is our thoughts on the Dallas statement concerning social justice. And the main reason why we haven't commented on it yet is be we figured that before commenting on it, we want to read it. You think? Yeah, so, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm familiar with the document. And I know a lot of good guys are behind James White, Phil Johnson, Phil Johnson, who's been a, podcast, a, a, a guest on the Basic Bible Podcast. And so to do it justice, mm -hmm. you see what I did there? Oh, yeah. I, see. Uh, we, I actually want to go through it, take some notes, 
and then maybe we'll talk about that next time along with whatever and that's so Caleb uh, if you're listening to this Caleb Powers and I hope you are mm-hmm. uh, we'll cover that in our November edition so uh, I don't really have a sign off for our Raining and Ray podcast um, can you think of something catchy something snappy to Hi-oh, silver away <laughs> Okay, I think you're a little drunk or Ray, something. Raining in. <laughs> raining okay, in rain. I, I think we better stop this now before things get out of <laughs> hand. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're done. That's it. You <laughs>